Are you sick of Roe versus Wade? Is it super confusing because everybody won't shut up? Oh my god. Left, right, up, down, backward, forward, in, out, yin, yang. You get a different story every time you click the radio over to a news station. You get a different story every single time you turn on the news. Different broadcasters. Everybody's got a different take. You guys want to blow through it in about 20 minutes? You, you want to understand the basics of what happened and where we are? All right, let's do it. Making plans with the boys. I'm going to hit the town. Yeah, I'm going to make some noise. I'll push past the pain and my wounded pride. I'm going to live it up. Yeah, I'll stay out all night. But sure, I've had some better times. And I can't count all the tears I've cried. Okay, all right, yes, I hear the music fading away too, I know. This is the time when we're all supposed to begin speaking, talking, and you are supposed to be listening. I know you're also looking for Gen X Mom, you're looking for Gen Z Kid, but I will have you know that Gen X Mom pushed my fat ass right down into this chair and told me what to say, how to say it, and gave me a script. Now that's not true. But she did tell me she wanted me to spout my opinion on a current event. Now, raise your hand if any of you are sick of Roe versus Wade. Wow. <laughs> that, that was literally everybody, every single one of you. All right. So listen, um, you guys have heard every angle, every discussion. I got it. So I'm not going to bore you with the same old stuff you've heard every time. I just want to cover some stuff because I'm getting emails. I'm getting text messages. I'm getting questions during live streams. So let me go back real quick. I promise you I am going to blow through this like you're reading a four-page cartoon illustrated version of uh, situations for dummies. Okay, And it's just my opinion. There's some facts I'm going to throw in, some things I'm going to read and quote from. So those guys that are way smarter than me, they're going to weigh in. And then I'm just going to give you my opinion at the end. But what this might do for you is it might summarize things that's going on in this topic. You're seeing news stories 24-7 pounding you. Let's just cut through some of the simple stuff. And you're not going to like it. If you're a liberal Democrat, you're not going to like all of it. If you're a conservative Republican, okay, you're just not. But it's important just to just to get the stumbling blocks out of the way. It's important to walk a quick, simple path of the truth and the simple the simple cases. It's it's not difficult to understand. So what I'm going to tell you real quick is going to be a loosely translated, abridged version of what's going on. Obviously, you can delve deeper into any topic if you really, really want to. That's not what we're doing. We're not going to spend two hours going through all this. That is not why we're here. What we are going to do is just talk about some of the basics and quickly get from the beginning to the end. Now, that's a two-and-a-half-minute introduction. We're almost at two minutes and 30 seconds. Now, the rest of this is just going to go one foot after the other, right through it. All right. So here we go. Number one, uh, I just want to tell you um, that these are these are questions that are brought up from viewers. All right. This is what is spawning this entire thing. Um, why uh, did the Supreme Court overturn Roe versus Wade and can they do it? 
They didn't. A lot of people don't understand that the Supreme Court not only hears cases and to to see if they fit into the Constitution, which is their primary objective, is to hear cases from lower courts um, to find out if a decision one way or another uh, is constitutionally accurate. If it fits into our Constitution, if they say no, it doesn't, they strike it down. If they say yes, it does fit into the Constitution, it's protected. Well, then they they move along. The the whatever the lower court ruling was stands. But they also revisit uh, prior decisions, prior cases. Things get brought up internally. Um, things get brought to them externally, saying we'd like you to revisit this for for a new angle, a new a new look at it. They've done that some two hundred and thirty times. I think they've revisited decisions and overturned them, just like segregation. That was a that was a ruling that was passed. It was case law. It was decided law, and they revisited it and said, "Nah, this isn't any good." So that happens. That's the first question: Why did they do it, and can they do it? Well, they did it because it's their job, and the answer is yes, they can. Moving on. Now, do you see how quickly we're moving through these things? Everybody wrote me and said, is abortion in the Constitution anywhere? No, it isn't. It is not. It's not in the Constitution. That was not even something that was considered back then. And then, then, then moving right along, the next question, well, then how did they get to that point of, of abortion being a constitutional right? Now, this really isn't a gray area as far as the discussion on how they got there. But let me just touch on it. The 14th Amendment part of it, uh, it just says that uh, a, an, it protects an individual from the state. It protects a private citizen from the state. It says the private citizen shall have uh, the right to pursuit of happiness and life and liberty and property. It gives you those rights. It protects those. It protects you that the state cannot come down on you and pass laws and and take you to court and do things against you as a private citizen. You have the right to due process. Um, and and the key part of that is is that it keeps it. It says in there you have the right as that as that citizen as that private person. So over time. People began to view that as, hey, if I am a private citizen and I can pursue life and liberty and property, um, I have some privacy there, don't I? Well, yeah, I guess you do. Okay, so I have privacy rights. Well, that's, yeah, not exactly the way. Yeah, I mean, you do. Yeah, we could, we could say that. That's not really much of a jump, is it, to say if, if you're reading that and you say you have, as a private citizen, you have these rights that are yours and they're, they're personal. Well, then you could say, yeah, you have private rights. You have privacy rights. Yeah, I'd go along with that, wouldn't you? Okay, so how did that get turned into abortion? Well, in 1973, uh, when uh, the state of Texas was pushing with their uh, their laws that abortion was illegal, um, it made its way to the Supreme Court. And in the Supreme Court, they said, well, if you have the right of privacy in the 14th Amendment, um, you we're going to extend that to the right of privacy um, for a woman's right to choose to have an abortion. Now, the whole idea of that is to, in the 14th Amendment, is to say the state does have some responsibility to the community, to other people also, um, but you as an individual, your rights come first. What the state of Texas was saying, we are trying to protect the unborn child. We have a right as a, as a government to do that. And 
what the what what the what the federal government determined in their wisdom was well the 14th amendment um, has the right of privacy with the woman to to do these things and make these choices now let's be fair that's a stretch yeah, that 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 is a legal stretch it's like wait a second so you take the 14th amendment that talks about privacy which that that's a little bit of an interpretation there too it doesn't really say that what privacy you have it gives you private citizen rights but you know privacy that's that's a broad stroke you know that's a that's a very broad stroke that everything can be listed as privacy if you really wanted it to so they went ahead and they passed it they just said yeah we're extending that and and in their written words they now created privacy for a woman for an abortion. Well, now, is that is that really law? No, it's not. Did it go through Congress? Did it go through the Senate? Was it signed by the president? No, then it's not a law. But what it does is it sets a precedence. That means basically anybody who's challenging any sort of abortion is going to get struck down in the Supreme Court under this issue of privacy. They didn't really say you can have an abortion, go get one. They say the decision to have one is yours and yours alone, and the state can't stop you from making that decision. All right, well, if they can't stop you from making that decision, I guess it's okay. Again, we're extrapolating even further. Now, to balance out what the the state's obligations are to the baby, to human life, they did put a timeline in there. They, did, I think it was called Timester or something, and they did throw in there. Say, well, okay, let's not let's not let's not have an abortion right up to the day that the baby's going to be born. That's that's not right. And they said, but well, you can definitely have an abortion in the first couple weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, ten weeks. You could do that. So they had to draw a line somewhere. All right, are you with me so far? It's pretty simple. And that's how we got here. Now, oh, I know there's there's legal people out there arguing with their radios right now that there's ins and outs and there's facets and there's other parts to consider. All right, I, I don't want to sit there and go. I don't. I'm I'm trying to paint with a broad brush so we can get through it. Okay, but basically they extrapolated <laughs> they extrapolated way further out than what most people would have common sense uh, allow, and and uh, and they got to this point. Now that everyone was stuck, and they did balance it out. They tried to balance out with a, some sort of timeline to say, okay, you know, we're going along with this, right? But um, you know, here's some rules to go by. Now, since then, the the things have been challenged a bunch of times, and the timelines have been shaved down and corrected and moved around. So the 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 liberal left would tell you they're chipping away at Roe versus Wade. The right would say the right side would say, well, we're not chipping away. We're trying to get it back on track. Either case, that's that's where we ended up. Now, at the time, <laughs> at the time, I got another question from a viewer. At the time, says, "Well, if this is a stretch, why did it happen? If this was such a, you know, such a spin, if this was such a stretch of the imagination on the Fourteenth Amendment, I mean, you're, you're kind of extrapolating out pretty far. How did we get this? Well." Let's be fair. Politics does have an influence on the court, whether you want to think so or not. Now, it's kind of funny that over the last 20 years, when the, um, the Democrats and liberals have run the Supreme Court, every decision was fair. Every decision was uh, without uh, judicial prejudice. And everything was, was rightly decided because the, judicial, the Supreme Court, the judicial branch of the government, is without bias. Okay. Now, 
and now, now every decision is biased. Every decision is political. Every decision has an agenda. I mean, you hear it all the time. All right. I'm going to tell you both sides are guilty of the same thing. Uh, and that that's why they, they consider for so long, the Democrats, the left knew, the liberals knew that no matter what happened and they were trying to get their agenda through, they were trying to get things done. Guess what? It always was going to end up in the Supreme Court, which was always run with a majority of Democrats, a majority of liberals. They were going to be OK. Well, now that's gone. Now that protection is not there. They don't they don't they can't have um, the justices turning a blind eye to some of the things they're doing and saying now now they actually have to fight it out. Well, now the right is doing the same thing. The conservative Republicans are saying, go ahead, you know, do all this nonsense. But when it gets to the Supreme Court, you know, we're going to set you straight. And well, they're kind of being proven right. Because there are people on the court that have some strong-leaning conservative values. And what's good for the goose is good for the gander. But boy, they don't like it. So if it's a stretch, why did it happen back then? Because of um, how people felt politically. They wanted their agenda at the core. Even though they're a Supreme Court justice at their core, they're still a person. They still have religious beliefs and political beliefs, don't they? Just like you. So they're going to have a way to try to give the benefit of the doubt to their own party, their own agenda. And I think we all know that's, that's pretty common on both sides. All right, so that was another question. Another question came up. Um, did anyone else at the time think uh, that this was weak or a stretch? I mean, not only did you just have the run-of-the-mill people that were watching the Roe versus Wade outcome, you know, of course, the, the opposing counsel was upset by it, but let's back up a little bit. Um, there was two justices, uh, uh, Justice White and, and, and Rehnquist, and they basically, their, their, their dissent said, we find nothing in the language or the history of the Constitution to support the court's judgment. The court simply fashioned and announced a new constitutional right for pregnant women. Boom. Did you hear me? Very clearly, and, and they, they went to the other judges and said, what are, you, what are you seeing here? There's nothing in here that says this. And, you know, they had to back up and say, well, you know, we're, 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 we're going with the, 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 the term um, uh, citizens' rights. We're going to make that private citizens' rights. We're going to make private citizens' rights into privacy issues, and then we're going to extend privacy to abortions. Yeah. Hundreds and hundreds of scholars over the last 50 years um, have picked this apart. Even, even there was even liberal um, constitutional uh, lawyers and constitutional professors that said, you know, this would never fly in today's court. You could never, you could never twist it this far and have this be accepted. And I'm sorry. This was a stretch. And, you know, that's not just the left. There's tons of rights that did the same thing, too. And they just go, there's no way. They said, what, what are you talking about? How did, you, how did you come up with this answer? So now we come to where we're at today. Uh, there was enough uh, conservative justices that brought it up and said, could we please revisit this nonsense? And they weren't overturning abortions. You know, because remember, it really wasn't, I mean, abortion was the key issue, but that's not how they got it pushed through. All they said was, listen, 
uh, we're going to turn these decisions back over to the states. So that's the other question that I get most commonly. Is abortion ended? Is abortion now illegal? No. No. Now it's just up to the states. So every single person out there in front of uh, the Supreme Court building screaming and crying and picketing and, and yelling as loud as they can, what are they doing? It's, it's not over. Now you just go back to your states. What is wrong with states deciding stuff? I mean, it, it, you know, in New York, there may be a bunch of people that say, you know what, in our state, we want to have abortions legal right up until the day of birth. And maybe in Texas, they may say, we don't want abortions at all. Why can't a state decide? Why can't local people in a local community at a more local level um, decide their own direction, decide their own fate? Why is that a bad thing? You know, California's not going to change their laws. New York's not going to change their laws. There's, there's still states, there's what, seven states that still have late-term abortions on the books. They're not going to change. They like where they're at. All right. Whether I agree or disagree, it's their state. Do what you want. It's not hard to figure out. But everybody out there screaming, abortion's over. Oh, my God, abortion's over. They're lying. <laughs> They're absolutely lying about it. So let me just to end this up. Now, see, this didn't take very long. We're only like at 16 or 17 minutes in this thing. We've, we've blown through all these things pretty quickly. But I just wanted you to get how we started, where we're at, uh, and just answer some of the questions that I'm getting tons of emails on. And I get asked these things during live streams, too, and I try to answer them as quickly and directly as I can. Um, but you guys, now, now that you know just the basics of it, and that it's not a it's not a game changer other than the states now get to decide who are we listening to on TV and on radio now you everybody in your personal life you know people and whenever someone's talking and like oh that guy's lying you know he's li-. then you start to think now eh, I'm not going to quite trust that person ever again you just you don't get there right why? Because you know something about what they're saying. You caught them lying. They know they're lying. They, they're doing it anyway. So from now on, you let them speak. You don't confront them every time, but you know, you know to, you know to look away. Stop listening quite as intently because you know they're lying. So let's apply that to TV and radio. Anybody who says abortions are now outlawed, they know they're not. They're lying. Every news person on every TV channel that says that, make a note. Don't trust them. They know. They know they're lying to you, and they want you to believe them. Women are now in danger. No, they're not in danger. No one's going to push a woman into a back alley abortion. That's not what this does. Now, if a state outlaws abortions, the woman can go to another state or the woman has a thousand different ways to not get pregnant. You ever thought of that one? Yeah, let's try that once in a while. Now, if, you, if the state you're in chooses to outlaw abortions, and if you choose to not use contraceptives or abstinence, stay away from it, if you, if you are in those multiple circumstances that just fall and the chips fall in that order, and you find yourself pregnant, and you find yourself in a state that doesn't allow abortions, if you put yourself in a back alley for an abortion, so to speak, as the metaphor goes, don't blame 
the Supreme Court. They did not put you there. I hate when they say that, well, the Supreme Court's decisions putting women in back alleys. No, the Supreme Court didn't tell you to have sex. They didn't tell you to avoid contraception. They didn't get you pregnant. The Supreme Court didn't uh, vote your legislature in that outlawed abortions. The Supreme Court didn't do any of those things, but you're sure going to blame them, aren't you? You make all these decisions. You end up thinking about an abortion. You're considering going into a back alley doctor who may who may cause a serious problem in you, and you're going to blame them. Wow. Unbelievable. So the other thing we're hearing, like, women will die. No, they're not going to die. If you, Again, if you do, if you put yourself in a position like that, then you've got to blame yourself, all right? I'm not saying you put yourself in a thing, and believe me, I know some of you have been screaming at your radios the whole time, your phones the whole time. What about incest? What about rape? I'm not talking about that stuff. I personally have I have conflicting interest in that. I just I on one hand I have a very strong belief um, that I don't approve or endorse abortions of any kind ever. And then when I, as a human being, when I have to consider uh, incest or I have to consider rape uh, in some of those abuse, then I got to tell you, all of a sudden I lose a little bit of my faith. My Christianity, I lose, a, I, I, I pause, and I, I'm probably wrong for doing so, but I do because I just, I can't get my mind around some of those answers that some people on the far right dig their heels in and go, every abortion is wrong no matter what. And I have to step away from them and think. What I am against is what 99% of this abortion mess is about is birth control. That is a form of birth control for a lot of women, and in my opinion, 100% wrong. Don't do that. Don't act that way. So you get you get where we're going with this, all right? You understand that people are lying about it. You understand the basics of it now, the truth. It's pretty simple. It's not complicated. And we're just going to hear the same old arguments. You know, now we're just going to hear the same old discussions. Instead of one big discussion at a federal level, we're going to hear 50 discussions at the state level. And this will all get sorted out over the next year. But if you want to move on to my personal feelings on the matter, um, and I get into arguments all the time and people say, well, you know, it's a clump of cells. It's a fetus. It's not a baby. Clearly, People agree they do not want to abort a baby. So they change the name. It's a fetus. They change the name. It's a clump of cells. But you know what it is to me? It's human life. That clump of cells is not going to grow up to be a dolphin. That clump of cells is not going to grow up to be an oak tree. That clump of cells is a human life. Maybe there's a stage of life called human cells. Maybe there's a stage of life called fetus. Maybe there's a stage of life called baby. Maybe we change the name by how it looks to us through a microscope. But it is human life, and you are killing it. You can't get away from that. I'm sorry, you can't. You know, at the point of conception, it is now a stage of human life, and you're killing it. I know, you want to be okay with that. And uh, you kind of, well, it's not really human. It's not really a baby. I got it. I understand. That's why, that's why we name things differently. As a fetus with a clump of cells. I got it. That eliminates the guilt. And isn't that what it's all about? 
isn't it? Really? It's all about the guilt? If you can get away from the guilt, you'll have the abortion. Yeah. Oh, I know. There's, I get text messages all the time and, and comments, well, I had an abortion and I have no guilt. I just write back, that's sad. Yeah. I don't, I don't engage in a big conversation. I just tell them that's sad. It is to me. That's how I feel about it. What I'm pointing out to you is that everyone gets a personal decision. And I don't think it should be used as birth control, but that's your personal decision. The state I live in is California. The state I live in is not going to change its laws. The state I live in, do you know I heard the other night that uh, Gavin Newsom is going to make California a destination for abortions. Now, <laughs> I, know I'm, I know it's a play on words, but did you ever think <laughs> that you would ever, as a, as a travel agent, have to design a brochure as uh, and including abortions as one of the reasons to go to California, a destination resort. Come see the Golden Gate Bridge, Disneyland, and get your abortion while you're here. I just, <laughs> oh my God, I just can't. I, I'm having trouble with that. I'm not getting into all the social issues that go along with it. I'm not getting into the business side of it on whether healthcare plans are going to pay for you to travel to another state to get I, I, that's a whole other topic and frankly I don't know enough about it to even give you a short version I don't know how that's going to play out all I wanted to share with you right now was that we're all kind of sick of of the whole thing being talked about and run into the ground I'm getting emails and comments and texts all the time I thought perhaps this one time I would give you um, just a quick overview on how we got here and what this means. And that's it. There, you can, oh, I know, you can poke holes in this with all sorts of screaming and yelling. Your veins are popping out. But I promise you, I promise you, there's a ton of you right now that is holding that cup of coffee, sitting back in your chair, and happy, happy that finally some nonsense which was what this decision really was, was, was nonsense. It was a stretch of the imagination completely. Uh, happy that it's overturned and it's back in the hands of the states. It's, nothing's changed. Nothing has changed other than the states now get to decide. Local people, local government, making local decisions for their local community. Wow. How terrible is that? You don't have one big, mean government telling you what to do. Ah. All right. So, yeah, that's um that's kind of the quick version. Like I said, we're going to blow right through this. We're only at 25 minutes that included my intro. So, listen, I'm going to go. I got to I got stuff I got to get done. I'm not kidding when I told you Gen X mom put my fat ass in this chair. And I'll tell you why. She hears me on the live streams communicating with people. Uh she hears me on the phone. She hears me in private, uh, like the Zoom call thing where they put us, where they put me in those those uh, chat rooms, and we're talking about this. And she says, "Why don't you just say it all at once, and then you can just hand people the link to the to the podcast?" And I said, "Well, because I like the communication. I like talking back and forth a little bit. There, you know, there is something to be said for that." And uh, it didn't didn't matter. She wasn't listening. She put her hands on on my shoulders and sat me down, slid the mic in front of me, and clicked the button. And here I am. So I'm going to go. Just wanted to, I don't know if this is going to resonate. Probably going to get four people listening to it. (laughs) But it's the short version. If you want to pass this around to people to just hear the short version of it,
it, you know, there's you probably know somebody that could that could use this. They could go, oh, I got it now. This is pretty simple. Um, send it to them. Just send them the link. Let them listen, and just tell them, say, listen, grab something to drink, grab your sandwich, put your earbuds in, uh, give it twenty minutes, and then they can get it too. Other than that, the music's up. I gotta go. So from everyone here at Gen X Talks, thank you for listening to this impromptu podcast didn't come out on a thursday no 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 special events special times special things going on so we dropped it early but we just wanted you to know and from uh, gen x mom gen z kid and myself gen x dad and everyone on staff here at gen x talks we'll catch you guys on the flip side we'll be right back.